This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 183, submission number 494, Man versus Bear. Man versus Bear aired on Discovery from December 4th, 2019 to February 1st, 2020 for eight episodes. Okay, so last episode we talked about men taking on various manners of animal. This episode we're taking that backwards, a step backwards, maybe? Maybe, possibly. Yeah, we have a bunch of men taking on one type of animal. A bear. A bear? Why are you looking at me? I'm a bear. He's just looking. I swear to God, I'll come over there and one swipe with my claw, and you will not have a face, my friend, okay? So, I have the log line here from its airing on Discovery. For thousands of years, grizzly bears have stood at the top of the evolutionary food chain with unchallenged dominance. Now, for the first time ever, humans will be entering the bear's territory to take them on in a competition like never attempted. Except where it was totally attempted by Fox twice. Each week, three grizzlies, Bart, Honey Bump, and Tank will take on three new human competitors at their Utah sanctuary to test the limits of strength, speed, and stamina. All challenges will be based on the bear's natural instincts, as well as predatory skills and actions, whether it's engaging in a monumental game of -of tug-of-war or using brute force to roll giant logs. Bart is the largest, most powerful grizzly on the mountain, with no other bears matching his strength and versatility. Topping the pack as the fastest is Honeybump, who is the only female on Bear Mountain. She brings a level of ferocity and predatory instinct that her male counterparts cannot beat. Bart and Honeybump were orphaned as cubs and discovered by an Alaska State Trooper. After a nationwide search for a loving home for the rescued cubs, they were adopted by caretakers Doug and Lynn Seuss. Along with Tank, known for his voracious appetite, the Seuss have raised and cared for all three bears for two decades on a sprawling section of protected land. Each episode will include five distinct challenges inspired by what bears do naturally in the wild, pushing these brave men and women to the absolute limits. In the final round, the top two competitors will come face-to-face with Bart, who stands 8 feet 6 inches tall, and weighs 1,400 pounds. The human competitor who earns the most points of the day will be named champion, but the three competitors with the most points will return one more time for the superhuman showdown against the Bears at the end of the season. Hey, Chico. Mm -hmm. You said that uh, the Bears are competing uh, in events they do naturally? That's what they say, yes. Okay, so you mean that there's going to be a competition where uh, the humans actually take a in the woods? There's no competition about that, I don't think. 
Well, you know, does a bear take a in the woods? Wonder if the people just drop trowel and take a Probably. Probably. Oh, you're making me work to put in all the bleeps. Oh. No, I, I, I'm going to put in all the bleeps. Don't worry about oh, good. it. <laughs> By the way, fun fact about the bears, they were bred to be on television. In fact, all three of them have been in the movies. Bart squared off against Gwendolyn Christie's character Brienne of Tarth on a season three episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. And actually, uh, Bart also appeared, and this is on his IMDb, I'm not even joking, he was on an episode of The Amazing Race. What? I'm I'm, sorry? The episode How's That Face Feel from 2005. Wow. Yeah, but also, uh, in addition to Game of Thrones, uh, Bart was on We Bought a Zoo. Remember that movie? Oh, the Matt Damon classic, We Bought a Zoo. Yeah. We Bought a Zoo! The, the name is right in the title that describes the entire premise. He Bought a Zoo! Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, Bart appeared on episodes of CSI and Scrubs. And on Scrubs, well, he didn't get a credit. It was uncredited. But uh, as the character name on Scrubs, Bart was called the Bear. Go figure. Just the Bear. Just the Bear. The, that's what it says here. The Bear in the episode "My New God." That's the, the Bear, ba- uncredited. That reminds me of the Men Who Stare at Goats. That movie from a couple of years ago that had in the title of the on the poster and goat, and there's a goat on the poster in the Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah. Uh, interesting bit of trivia about Honey Bump. And this is the actual bit of trivia that was on IMDb. Well, there are two bits of trivia on IMDb. The first one, her brother is Bart the Bear. And the second one is, is a bear. <laughs> I'm looking at that right now. And it's absolutely true. Under the trivia, her brother is Bart the Bear. <laughs> And the other part of trivia is a bear. <laughs> like you had any questions? The, the bear's name is Honey Bump Bear. Is a bear? Hey guys, do you think Honey Bump is related to Tim the Bear from the Cleveland Show? Probably. No. No, there's no way that's possible. I, 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 I don't think Honey Bear has that accent that Tim Bear has. Or Ariana. Which coincidentally sounds so much like another Ariana. Yeah, go figure. Oh my god. Okay, gosh. so you have the uh, characters, but you don't have the person who is actually hosting the thing. Because this is a reality competition and a reality competition needs a host. Here we have Brandon Turney. Oh, yes. Notable sports radio personality, Brandon Tierney. Yeah, used to host a radio show with Tiki Barber. Yeah, Tiki and Tierney. Yeah, and before that, I remember he was hosting a show here locally in New York on the ESPN radio affiliate here in New York, which, let's be honest, 
ESPN radio affiliate here in New York City. Absolutely terrible. I'm just yeah. so happy Michael K is now getting crushed by Evan Robertson, even though I don't like him either, Craig Gordon. Because, dear God, Michael K's show sucks. Yeah. Any show that has Peter Rosenberg on it sucks automatically. Let's just say it right now. Peter Rosenberg sucks. So the uh, original VH1 version of Hip Hop Squares, where Peter Rosenberg hosted? Sucks. Okay. Hey. Hey, at least none of us have ever DJed at a McDonald's in D.C. Uh, he actually did that. Really? I feel like I could have gone the rest of my life not knowing that. Hey, to me, he's always going to be this awful film host after Rod and Fez on WJFK. Okay. And joining Brandon is Casey Anderson, a bear expert, who I'm looking at his IMDb uh, film credits. They include s- series like Dude, You're Screwed, Fox and Friends, Good Morning America, Kesha, My Crazy Beautiful Life, and for some reason, he is in a picture with Conan O'Brien. Oh yeah, he was a wildlife expert on Conan O'Brien, wasn't he? Yeah, probably was. Yep, and he, he also hosted Expedition Wild. So, those are your two alphas of this production. And now, are you ready for this? We have the episodes. Episode one. Boomer versus Millennial. When a boomer, millennial, and Gen Xer find themselves face-to-face with three grizzly bears in a competition of speed, strength, and strategy, one human finds out the hard way what it means to have skin in the game. Worst episode of Blockbusters ever. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something about a boomer, a millennial, and a Gen Xer going to a bar. I like yours better. Episode two. Basic instinct. Where's Sharon Stone when we need her? To insert some life into this show. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I am not going to go for the obvious joke on this one. Nope. Uh, Obvious joke is very obvious. Nope. Yeah, keep going. (laughs) An army veteran, an ultra marathoner, and a world record weightlifter face the biggest battles of their lives as they take on Bart Honey Bump and Take in challenges of strength, speed, and strategy. But it's the underdog who shocks Bear Mountain. Wait, underdog was on this show? (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) She was losing I can't do this with a straight face. I really can't. Episode 3. Human Cannonball. With odds stacked against them, a bodyguard, a firefighter, and an ultra-fit football coach take on three massive grizzlies in a gauntlet of challenges. As they fight for a place in the finale, each discovers just how badly bears don't like to lose. Yeah, those bears hate losing at Blockbusters. (laughs) 
Episode 4, Flying Scotsman. The Grizzlies welcome a Highland Games strongman, an Alaska State trooper, and a Southwest aircraft handler to Bear Mountain. Bart makes sure the humans aren't the only mammals who end up in the water. That tells me they played like a tug-of-war, because that's how the, the competitors would end up in the water. Yeah. Episode 5, Born to Run. Bart the Bear faces the mightiest human yet in National Arm Wrestling Champion Bruce, Honey Bump School's New Jersey native Christina, and MMA fighter Jesse fights for a chance at a cage match with a grizzly. You get it because it's Born to Run, and there's somebody from New Jersey on this episode. Yeah. It's a reference to Bruce Springsteen. Hey, did you know Bruce Springsteen's daughter is competing in the Olympics? I didn't. See, I did not know that. That's timely. See, that's a great job, Mike. You turned a joke and you spun it off into something related to the news. I aim to educate. Uh, She's actually participating in an equestrian event. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. It'll be the proudest thing somebody from the Springsteen family did since Bruce's sister was in that sleepaway camp sequel. Oh, I'm a happy camper. I love the summer sun. I love the trees and forests. I'm always having fun. Oh, I'm a happy camper. I love the clear blue sky. And with the grace of God, I'll camp until I die. I, I regret take, uh, educating everybody about that. I should have just kept my mouth shut about Bruce Springsteen's daughter. Oh, that's you know what? That's okay. Episode six, Bart's first defeat. A fire captain who witnessed his best friend attacked by a grizzly returns to face his greatest fear. A champion bull rider discovers his threshold for pain against an apex predator. And a Polynesian fire dancer stuns Bart with his first ever defeat. Episode 7, Nothing But Mammals. A triathlete, a former football player, and an elite bow hunter compete face-to-face with three of America's most powerful land predators. As the humans attempt to claim the final spot in the next week's finale, one sets a stunning new course record. Yeah, there is an obstacle course element in these shows, isn't there? I think. I mean, there has to be, right? Yeah, I would guess so. It's it's sort of like American Gladiators, but the Gladiators are bears. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds. Just just a little, yeah, just just a little stupid. Now we get into the final episode. By the way, I have the three competitors who actually made the final episode: Bruce Jones of uh, Arkansas, of BB Arkansas. Bradley Slama of Bloomington, Illinois, and Chrissy Shechuk of Hackensack, New Jersey. Oh, there may be your New Jersey participant from episode five. Mm-hmm. And it's titled Superhuman Showdown. In the season finale, the three top champions return to Bear Mountain to compete in a supersized competition with Bart, Honey Bump, and Tank. With a few devious twists courtesy of Brandon and Casey, only one human will have what it takes to win. The ultimate winner in the finale? Chico? Bruce Jones. 
Did it say what he won? Uh, did not say. So there's the episodes. Now we are left with only one question, and that is, what happens to this show other than duh? I think beyond duh, I think one big issue we had is uh, COVID. Because this did uh, last until February 1st of 2020. And uh, obviously, if they wanted to do a second season, uh, that would have coincided with the start of COVID. And, well, we all know what happened. Yeah. Well, this is from the Cinemaholic here. So this is basically conjecturing on conjecture here. The series was originally conceptualized as a one-off, and definitely the concept is far-reached. How can humans surpass mighty bears when it comes to only physical strength? Even PETA raised its concerns about the premise, voicing their opinions against the use of animals for entertainment. Then again, when doesn't PETA voice their opinions against the use of animals for entertainment? Oh, go Thank away. You. Oh, go away, Peter. Uh, It goes on. Hence, we don't think that the reality show will be renewed for another season. Under the rare scenario that the makers decide to go ahead with a new installment, we can expect Man vs. Bear Season 2 to premiere sometime in December of 2020. Well... Nope! 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 Yeah, not happening. uh, Okay, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the Futon Critic, where uh, we do most of our research on these shows... They actually have a rule. I don't think they've uh, gone and instilled this rule on this particular show, but they said that any show with no news of their future one year after their final episode airs is assumed to be canceled. Well, they completed airing its first season on February 1st. It is now July 2021. I'm going to guess that Discovery has canceled the series. But then again, with Discovery Plus now, you never know. They could just bring it back. As a Discovery they, could be, Plus. Bring it, they could very well bring it back. In fact, all of the episodes are available for your perusal on both Discovery Plus and the Discovery Go app. Well, I would assume at this point, it's been almost a year and a half since the last episode aired. Even with covid yeah, it's gone. Sorry. No, we're just going to have to get Brandon Tierney somewhere else. We can reunite him with Tiki and they can do their show. I would not mind terribly that happening. Yeah, just replace that show with Adam Shine. Nobody watches. Well, also, I just want to add that uh, you can actually watch the episodes, not just on the Discovery Go app, but also on Discovery.com. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, This show, thanks to our friends at realityblurred.com for collecting these, has several disclaimers. What? Disclaimers? Yes. Oh, what are they? Okay, every episode begins with the following. Bears featured in this program were rescued as cubs and raised in the sprawling wildlife sanctuary. They could not survive if released in the wild. Events are designed around the bear's natural behaviors and play and are supervised by movie animals protected, providing the highest level of animal safety and well-being. 
And that seems to be a direct sort of shot across the bow to PETA. Because, again... Good. Good. And the credits also have this line. Special thanks to Doug and Lynn Seuss, Bart the Bear, Honey Bump Bear, and Tank the Bear for their contribution to this series. I love the Bears got a special thanks. Yeah, and Doug and Lynn Seuss actually did a, uh, actually released a statement to Real Screen about their uh, involvement and the Bears' involvement in this series. I have the uh, response right here. Wasatch Rocky Mountain Wildlife has been inspected and licensed by USDA APHIS since 1976. We have a 40-year record of compliance that we stand proud of. The rules and regulations we must comply with can be viewed online at USDA APHIS. We also have a good working relationship with American Humane and Motion Picture Animal Protection and demand their representatives on set no matter how small the production. That amounts to a gigantic... So there, to the powers that be. Vince Russo? Probably, I don't know. Bro, <laughs> I'm telling you, we got this show. I got a great idea for Discovery. Remember that show on Fox, Man vs. Beast? How about we have Man against a Bear? And a bear named Honey Bump. I'm telling you, bro, the people are going to love it. Spoiler, they didn't. No, they didn't. But remember, this is a network that aired a show based on Dodgeball for some reason. Wait, they did? They did. Oh, yeah, they did, yes. And, and, and you know what? I'm putting it on the list right now. What the hell? Yeah, and, and, and yeah, that show, the Dodgeball show, was worse than this. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing it wasn't no extreme dodgeball on GSN. No, it was not extreme dodgeball. Not at it all. Sucked. It was terrible. It didn't David have Do- David Dobrik. You should be ashamed of yourself. It didn't have Bill Dwyer on it. That's why it stunk. That is true. It did not have Bill Dwyer on it. Yeah, B- Bill Dwyer is an underappreciated uh, personality, and also. Since we're talking about Bill Dwyer, uh, Chico was there. This is what, 16 years ago at this point? I think oh, it was 2005. Oh, wait, we got a Bill Dwyer story. We have a Bill Dwyer story, yeah. Okay, we oh, got yeah. to put, put some music for this story. Here we go. Oh, oh listen to that. It's the haiku music. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we don't have a haiku for this episode because we used it last week for the Ryan Lochte quotes. We better use it here. We're using it for my Bill Dwyer anecdote. So Chico and I, again, this is either 05 or 06. I think it was 05. Yeah. Uh, when we were in Los Angeles, uh, J. Keith Van Stratton was doing his What's My Line live show, and Bill Dwyer was one of the panelists that night. Yep. And, and after the show, he went out quickly to go take a little smoke, and I went out there and said, oh, Mr. Dwyer, it's good to meet you. I've been a fan of you for years. You know, usual ass-kissing with celebrities. And and I said, I absolutely loved the work you did on Dirty Rotten Cheaters. Future installment Dirty Rotten Cheaters, by the oh, way. Oh, hold up. Remember, we were originally going to do that episode like a long time ago, but we decided, you know, let's wait on that. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll do it eventually. So yeah, so I told him, I, I love the Undirty Rotten Cheaters. You know, it was a great 13-week show, and he thanked me. And I, I asked for his autograph, got it on a index card. I'll have to pull this out for when we actually do this episode. But he brought on the index card, uh, signed to the extent of you know, his name, but also wrote, thanks for being the only person that saw Dirty Rotten Cheaters. <laughs> well, that's not true, because I saw Dirty Rotten Cheaters, Bill, so it's two people. Three. You, you didn't admit it to Three. him, though. Hey, I wasn't there when you saw him. I was too busy hanging out with Bob Bergen, the current voice of Porky Pig, I must say. Oh, yeah, you can hear his work on HBO Max right now in Space Jam, A New Legacy. Still haven't watched that. <laughs> I think we'll do that every week. I'll give an update as to if I've seen the new Space Jam yet. And so, now it's time for a new segment on the show. Has Mike seen Space Jam yet? Everybody get up. It's up to slam, y'all. No. <laughs> this has been, has Mike seen Space Jam yet? No, wait. Uh, Bob Bergen was there? How did I miss that? Probably because I was too, like, smitten with Bill Dwyer. Yeah, you know what I would have said to Bill Dwyer? I loved you in those 989 sports commercials with Matt Vaskersian. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. And funny enough, both have hosted a game show on FSN. Yeah, yeah but, but, but I'll tell you Dw- right now, I think Bill Dwyer won that battle. Yeah, oh, yeah. but has, has Bill Dwyer been on Supermarket Sweep? No. Uh, does Bill Dwyer have a sweet mullet on Supermarket Sweep? No. No. This is how off the rails we've gotten. We barely talked about this show. We talked about Bill Dwyer, and we talked about how we were the only three people who watched Dirty Rotten Cheater. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about Matt Vaskersian. Yeah, but Matt Vaskersian would never face a bear. He wasn't good enough to impress Vince in that limo. He told that story on that 30 for 30 on the XFL. We talked about that before. Back to the uh, Reality Blurred article. So early on in the, in the process, producer Eric Detweiler, he really wanted to do something with the Bears. He said, well, the Bears are the stars of the show, but we're looking for all types, not just looking for massive bodybuilders, but humans who love to compete. And they learned that they were competing with bears. And, and Eric Detweiler said that the potential players had overwhelming excitement. People have just great respect for bears and were eventually completely humbled. Is it realistic that a human of any size is going to be stronger and capable of beating a 1,400-pound bear? Maybe, maybe not. This is Chris Colin talking. But there are things that people can do to try to employ strategy that works in a better way, and I think you'll see that over the run of the series. Yeah, how do you employ strategy against the bear? It, it, it's a bear. Well, maybe if the humans treated this like an actual race like they uh, did with the zebras uh, on Man versus Beast. Who knows? Who knows indeed. And Oh, and spoiler alert, the bears win all the time. What? You mean 200-pound people can't defeat a 1,400-pound bear? Well, actually, 
Bart did lose at least once. Well, Bart's fired. (laughs) But, yeah, the great majority of the contests, the Bears win. Unlike Chicago football games. Oh, am I right? Shots fired. Take That's that. for you, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, Tar Heel in the house. <laughs> oh, you mean MVP award winner Mitchell Trubisky? You're darn right. At least he took a slimy like a man. Yep. Unlike Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham couldn't take a slimy like a man. He just had to walk out of that tunnel like... I don't want to do this. Nope, I'm not sticking around for the extra nine seconds. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Sorry. Not going to happen. Not doing it for the kids. Not doing it for the kids. Please do it for the kids. Hi, kids. You know, Jimmy Graham 10 years ago would have done it for the kids, but nope. He's an old man now. Now he's got an ego. No, Jimmy Graham's like, screw those kids. I'm not getting slimed. Nope. This, This is how desperate we are for material for this episode, guys. Well, you know, the, Greg, I, I think we need to cut it short then. It just cut our losses. Oh, good. Yep. Well, what can we say about Man versus Bear? It had Brandon Tierney. It had Bears. It had Honey Bump. Honey Bump. It had a bear named Honey Bump. And, and if you go to Honey Bump's IMDP page, you'll find out Honey Bump is a bear. Hey, would Honey Bump, if it was in a race, know it was in a race? <laughs> I think if somebody told Honey Bump that it was a race. Yeah. Yeah. She'd realize it's a race. I, I wonder if Honey Bump was told by one of the trainers, uh, you're a bear. And then that's how Honey Bump put it on uh, Honey Bump's IMDb page. Just one day, you're a bear. Huh? What? I'm a bear? I thought I was an iguana. Oh, jeez. So yeah, let's let's put this to rest. All I can say is Does anybody care that they're bears? IMDB does. At least about honey bump. So there you have it. Man versus bear. It was a really wild and a really furry thing on TV. And remember, it still is a thing on TV because you could watch it on Prime Video or Discovery Go or Discovery Plus or Discovery.com. So if you're really hard up for some uh, man-on-bear action, that sounded better in my head. That Uh, did not come out well. No! Or if you're, in the I'm meantime, sorry. you can you can. Oh, I just got that! <laughs> oh, oh God! Somebody save me from this torture! In the meantime, you can catch uh, all of our previous entries on it was a thing on TV.com, as well as our social feeds and uh, links to our good friends at Place to Be Nation mm. Pop where we do the weekly drop. And this week, we are dropping the Olympics triple cast and what would Ryan Lochte do? Gia. He'd say Gia all the time. That's what he would do. Gia. 
And of course, don't forget, we are on YouTube. So if you find us on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe, ring the bell. <laughs> to stay up to date on future installments, including the fifth and final entry in our Olympics extravaganza. Oh, boy. 1992 oh. was a heck of a time. Let's just say that. Well, we talked about it in a previous episode, and we're going to talk about the ad campaign that made him a household name in 1992. That's right, folks. Next episode, we're talking about Dan and Dave. And how much of a flop that was in 92. Boy, Olympic triple cast actually looks good compared to Dan and Dave. Yeah, but people actually remember Dan and Dave fondly. No, you're absolutely right about that. Mm-hmm. But but also, hey, we're going to end our Olympic coverage next week. But our second episode, well, you don't know Beans about it. I see what you did there. We're talking about Beans Morocco. We're talking about Beans Morocco. Oh, look at that callback. No, we're not talking about Beans Morocco. Oh, But we are talking about the kid who is the older brother of the kid in the wheelchair in Mac and Me. Does this mean you're going to play the clip from Mac and Me next week? Let's just play it right now because Paul Rudd would want us to. <laughs> I gotta tell you guys, it gets funnier every time. Every I see time it. he goes down the wheelchair on the cliff, and you see Mac make that face. Oh, just hilarious! Never gets old. No, we gotta do a live watch of that movie one day. We do. But in the meantime, that is next week, right here. On It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Well, wait a minute. That don't add up. That's queer. If she wasn't with you, where'd she go that night? That, my friend, is the $25,000 pyramid.